staying at a hotel is not the same thing as staying at the Fisher House. The Fisher House, I know, is a huge part of land recovery. For somebody like my husband, for them to know that their family members are being taken care of, that's a huge burden off of them. So they can concentrate on their therapies. Just having that assurance that no matter what, as long as we were there for Anson, that someone would be there to take care of us. It took so much weight off our shoulders. How can you help? Go to fisherhouse.org. Live from Seattle. Not all morning shows can say that every day. It's Carla Marie and Anthony on Power 93.3. Hi. Hey there. I'm the captain now. Carla Marie is captaining this uh, My Day Friday ship currently. Oh, I can talk. Anthony's mic is off. Say something. Speak. Now he's not talking on purpose. I'll put it back on. It's on. Look. (laughs) Hands are up. You can talk whenever you want. I swear it's on. Hello? Ah, I folded down. Damn it. I'm bad at this. <laughs> yep, I'm hitting all the buttons today. So we uh, we reversed spots, mainly because I just didn't feel like doing anything today. And I, I was... sat down in the, the lazy seat that Carla Marie normally sits in, uh-huh. and I said, I'm just going to sit here. You take control of everything. And I'm doing just fine. Yeah, you, pushed, you pushed the two buttons you need to start mm-hmm. this podcast. So That's what I did. Congratulations. Yeah. So, hey. Um, a lot to get to. So, My Day Friday, if for whatever reason this is your first time ever listening, thank you for joining us. Yeah, we appreciate it. You still got time to leave. You have, you're not fully invested yet. We actually may have people listening for the first time because I've been noticing that we've had a lot of like people in Washington emailing us opposed to people from all over the country. Oh, cool. Which is kind of cool now that you know people in Seattle like us a little bit more to listen well, we've been to here us. for 18 months now. Yeah. About a little more than that, actually, right? And now they're like, oh, you know what? I like those two in the morning. Let me see how they are not in the morning. <laughs> uh, we have a lot to get to. And normally, My Day Friday is our opportunity to kind of let go. Get ready for the weekend. Um, remind people that things are going pretty well, and you can uh, you can enjoy life, do something good do for you, do something good for something else. Um, but we do have to talk about uh, the events in Vegas quickly. Yeah. Um, and we are going to pivot this to to talk about the positives that are coming out of it afterwards in the aftermath. Which is always tough. But, um, but the crazy part, and I think – the reason that it shocked a lot of people in our industry, especially with the iHeartRadio family, is because a lot of people were in the iHeartRadio family were in Vegas the week before uh, the shooting. And we weren't just running around Vegas. No, we were working, and it was the Daytime we, Village was at that same exact location. Exactly. We did actually have some listeners, I did anyway, who reached out and were like, wait, isn't this where you just were? Yeah. And, and we said this on our morning show a couple times this week, this isn't about us. This isn't, oh my God, it could have been me. No. All eyes on me. It's, holy crap, this could happen to anyone at any time. This is, I think, one of the scariest situations that, of recent times, that have happened like this because it, for me personally, it was so close, like literally and figured. Think about it this way. In in a much more simple form, um, think about your elementary school, Carla Marie. Yeah. Okay. If your town decided they're going to build a new elementary school, they're going to tear down the old one. Mm-hmm. In your mind, you'd start playing out like, oh, I remember you, I remember walking down this hallway. Mm-hmm. I remember sitting in this classroom. I remember right. go, you know, playing with my friend here in, that, in the playground. So it becomes nostalgic and you, you, can, you can pinpoint where things have happened in yep. your life and how they correlate to today. Yeah. And I think that specific reason is why so many people in our in our iHeartRadio family feel the way they do now because whether you were on the sales team, the promotions team, the on-air team, the DJs, whoever, 
You were there. You were, you were at a place that was related to the shooting, whether you were backstage or you were in the festival grounds where the fans were, like we were running around all day the Saturday before. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to visualize where everything was, and that's what that's what makes it more real for people. Exactly. Is you can visualize where those people exactly were. Um, whatever, 16 months before Vegas, you had Orlando. And you were there. But I wasn't in Pulse nightclub. So I couldn't visualize where everyone was situated and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the biggest difference personally for me is mm-hmm. I can visualize exactly the the fences that people jumped over because I walked right next to them. And it sucks that we can do that. Yeah. It and I'm not saying feel bad for us. I'm just no. saying it sucks for anyone in any situation to be like, "Oh my god, I was there." Like no one should have to do that yeah. ever ever again in any situation. And it re- this whole thing is just Awful. Mm-hmm. I watch the news and I feel like sick. And it's just there's so many people that were enjoying having like concert is one of the most enjoyable things you could be at yeah. when you're seeing your favorite artist, the person you care about but you don't even know, and you just love their music and you love what their music does to you. And then something like the most awful thing that's probably ever going to happen to someone in their life happens when you're enjoying. It's just, yeah. it's and- terrible. I even texted Carla Marie the other day. I said, because you were texting me about some new thing they found out about the shooter or whatever, something like that. Mm-hmm. And I said, just stop for for the rest of the day. Just stop watching the news. Because it does get to a point in the news cycle where they're just talking about it for the sake of talking about right. it. There is no new information. That's it's not I helping anybody. Agreed. I've been kind of, I watched CNN for like four hours that mm-hmm. first night and I was like I've been hearing the same thing over and over again so now I'm I'm spacing it out and yeah. learning things when I need to learn them and trying to decipher all of it and it's just it sucks like as people we we don't want to be scared to do the fun stuff yeah we want to be able to enjoy our lives that's what this is about and it takes it always and anything takes one person to ruin it for everyone yeah. and I think that lesson, just taking a pause from the news cycle sometimes, is important for everybody. In anything. Whether it's political, natural disasters, just because you're taking a break and you're clearing your head a little bit doesn't mean that you don't care about the issue at hand anymore. It just means that you need some time to be a regular, carefree person for a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I feel like for whatever reason, maybe it started with the election, maybe it started a little before that. Yeah. Everyone kind of lost that feeling. Because everyone feels like they always have to make a Trump joke or they always have to make a Hillary joke or they always mm-hmm. have to jump in and, and turn a conversation serious. I feel like everyone has just kind of had their guard up and yeah. have been super defensive at the same time for the last year and a half. And it just it, you could kind of feel like a lot of places you go, you have this like anxious feeling like everyone has to watch what they say because everyone has to be super politically correct now and you have to make sure you don't insult anyone or. And I get it. You don't want to just run around insulting people. No, you shouldn't. Um, but not everything you say is also meant to be insulting. If you're Cam Newton, that's completely beside. That's oh, a different story. Oh, yeah. That, I know that's some, something that you've been riled up I, about for the past two days. It's just, and and as Anthony has said a few times, if you read the article, and like I did, and you're kind of like, well, that's a douchey Yeah, this thing. is the conversation we had uh, Thursday morning when the comments like kind of first came out. You're like, that's a douchey thing to say. And you hear the audio and you're like, what a dick. And then you watch the video and you're like, why does this guy still have a job? Yeah. Like, he, he, it wasn't a Freudian slip. It wasn't like a, oh, I didn't mean to say that. It was like, okay, little lady, sit down. You might have well said, all right, lady, you're, yeah. fu-, like, 
And if you don't know what the comments are, so Cam Newton, um, do we have the, com- oh, the comments you, somewhere? You I think we do. It. I'll see if I can find. So Cam Newton was doing his, I guess, regular like Wednesday evening uh, uh, press conference with the media, and a female reporter was asking him specifically about routes that a wide receiver was running, and he was running them better. Uh, here, here's the clip. Devin Funches has seemed to really embrace the physicality of his routes and and making getting those extra yards. Does that give you? A little bit of an enjoyment to see him kind of truck-sticking people out there? It's funny to hear a female talk about routes. Like, It's funny. But uh, fun is coming along, man. We're going we're gonna, to – this is a big game for him because of, you know, him being – So, yeah. Like funny. You could, <laughs> funny. And when you so see funny. his facial expression, too, he's, like, kind of <laughs> mocking her as he's saying it. Um, and then – uh, Jordan, I believe, was the reporter's name, mm-hmm. the female reporter. And she said she even tried to approach him after that press conference, and he didn't apologize then. Um, and then what happened was his coaches, the NFL, people on Twitter, and even his uh, sponsors started dropping him. Mm-hmm. And then he came out with yeah. a Twitter apology on his own terms. He didn't talk to anyone. He didn't answer questions. He just released a video apology. And it's about like 90 seconds long, but I think we have some of it. Yeah, but what's insane to me is that there are still people that think like that. Like, okay, here, you tell me if it's equivalent of me saying, if you talking about getting a manicure, and me saying, it's funny hearing a guy talk about manicures. Yeah, which people still say that. That's what I'm saying. Is that equally as offensive? Um, No, it's not. And I'll tell you, it's it's the same context. It's kind of like these gender roles, whatever. Exactly. Whatever. Here's why it's different. I didn't do any work to get a manicure. I literally showed up. I put my hands on whatever. All right, let's let's go pedicure style because I don't okay. really I don't know the manicure <laughs> phrases. I sit down. I put my feet in a tub. Some wonderful person right. comes over and takes care of something I never want to deal with in my life. Um, but this female reporter, the difference is she probably went to school. Yeah, she researched. He's insulting her of, intellect. Exactly. He's he's insulting all of the hard work she had to do just to get into that place as a female reporter because now, it is. Especially in the sports world, it's still probably difficult, just like it is in the radio world, mm-hmm. for a female to get her own show. It's I'm sure there's still hurdles that she had to jump over and obstacles she had to go through to get to where she was just to ask that question. And she didn't deserve to be berated no. just because she asked a, v- a very good question. Exactly. And it, he tried coming out and saying, I meant it's funny to hear a reporter. Okay. But so that's not what you even said. Even if he did say that, that's still putting someone down yeah. it's funny hearing a reporter talk about literally their job yeah it's just it's ridiculous so this was his apology i'm a father to two beautiful daughters and at their age i try to instill in them that they can do and be anything that they want to be uh, and the fact that during this whole process i've already lost sponsors and countless fans i realized that the joke is really on me and I've learned a valuable lesson from this. And to the, the, the young people who see this, I hope that you learn something from this as well. Yeah, just shut your mouth sometimes. <laughs> like, I just I just didn't get the, when he says the joke is really on me. So were you saying there was a joke? He was trying to, make, I guess he was trying to be funny is I think what he was trying to say. Well, he know. wasn't. And that whole response, it's about 90 seconds. But my <laughs> biggest problem with it is because he did it on his own, there wasn't an opportunity. He did the, the apology on his own. No, yeah, it no was this wasn't um, an interview style type of thing. No one was able to ask him why. Why did you say that? 
Yeah, he just because he, he he skirts around that in his apology. He just says I shouldn't have said that, but he doesn't say why he said it originally. It's just you know it just I mean? sucks. Like you get so far, it's like yeah. Women are getting so much further. They're getting the jobs that they never got before. And this is awesome. And there's there's progression in, you know, women with birth control. And then Cam Newton does that. And now women can't have birth control. Because, okay, I don't know if Cam Newton has anything to do with birth control. I'm just control. saying it's like one after another. Like yeah. you get punched in the gut and then you get punched in the gut and again. And we still, I mean, listen, in in a lot of different ways, there's still a lot of uh, strides we that are yet to be made in on a lot of different platforms um and this is just another example of how we still need to catch up a little bit it's we still need, and we still need to hold people accountable for the dumb things that they say and he was yeah and if it wasn't it's crazy social media is and a shout out to it was it Oik, how do you pronounce Oikos. that oikos 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 the, the, the yogurt, greek yogurt shorty, company yeah. um for dropping him as a sponsor because a lot of times the only way you learn something is if it hits you right in the pocket yep and, and I'm sure that I'm sure that sponsorship was, if not worth hundreds of thousands of dollars, worth millions of dollars. And we like always talk about how like there are trolls on social media, but if it wasn't for social media, sometimes yeah, the bad guys in that situation wouldn't have gotten called oh, out. Absolutely. So um, it's kind of cool. I was listening right before we started this podcast um, to our friends at the Breakfast Club yeah. over in New York, and if you've never listened to the Breakfast Club, uh, give them a shot like for their on-demand channel. It's a really, it's a great morning show that's based in New York, but it's on like the 80 maniacs. cities around the country. I love them. They had one of my favorite musical artists of all time on their show uh, this morning. Okay. It was Method Man from Wu-Tang. And if anyone knows me, I'm a big Wu-Tang fan. Mm-hmm. Grew up kind of listening to Wu-Tang and Method Man. And he had this awesome, they were asking him about when he was in Wu-Tang. Because um, he's like, I guess you could say probably the best looking member of the group. <laughs> Women used to like love Method Man. Now he's like 45 or something. Still, he's aged pretty well. Um, but they asked him, they mentioned how he never embraced, like, being the sex symbol. Or he, he never did anything like that. He wasn't Justin Timberlake? No, and I love, his quote was, I never was able to accept it because I only saw the bottom. And what he was trying to say was, I was never going to accept that because I knew at some point I was going to get older. And at some point, I wasn't going to be seen at that anymore. And he goes, I didn't want to embrace it because I didn't want to have to deal with the downside that of that. That happens to so many artists. And the reason I think it's so important is because we live in this world now where, like, everyone tries to, you know, be an Instagram model or get on a reality show. What and, happens when Instagram turns off? Well, not even that. At some point, if all you're doing is selling your appearance, you're either going to have to pay a lot to keep that up. Which is not going to be fun. And it's not going to look the same. Or it goes away and now you, you kind of are left with nothing. All right, you're giving out all our secrets. What? Be a real person. Well, yeah. And I just thought it was such a cool quote because you yell at me sometimes because I oftentimes don't um, appreciate things when they're happening. Like when people are like, oh, you got your ratings are going up or you're doing this. And I'm like, okay, cool. I don't want to cure it until it's like consistent. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, just enjoy it right <laughs> now. This is freaking awesome. It's not going to be here forever. Um, but I just thought that was really cool. And I think it's like a good little message. Don't – because he, he kept saying, he's like, I want to be – even when I was younger, I want to be seen as an artist, either whether it was acting or writing or rapping, whatever he was doing at the time, um, not for any certain appearance because that is gonna that's gonna go. But whatever work I put in is gonna stay there. Exactly. So it's like, such a cool message to like tell people. Yeah, go to the gym and take your 
whatever hair growing gummies that you want to promote on Instagram um, because you were on a reality show, whatever. But at, at some point, if you're not putting anything real mm-hmm. out there, it's all going to go. And we've talked about social media endorsements before. You go on my page right now, you'll see some. Oh, but yeah. As we'll always say. Listen, no one's paying me because I look fantastic. It's always <laughs> stuff that we actually use mixed in with real life things, yeah. which that is real life because it is things we do love and, and so on. And if you ever think we're being shady, call us out. Not not right there on Instagram. Message us and be like, <laughs> hey, this seems like it's not you. We we love that. We would personally love that if you did that. So, um, Are we still recording the show? Yeah. But I'm, I'm got something else I need to play now that I'm the captain. Oh, um. This morning, yeah, Carla Marie's pressing all the buttons during our morning show. Um, we were doing a little shout out to everyone who listened to us on the iHeartRadio app from all over. It was a pretty- lot of the people listening right now are mm-hmm. probably probably it got was, shout outs during the show. It was cool. Um, and then Anthony hit the button to play a song, and we oh. were going to stop talking, but Anthony's headphones died. Are you going to play this clip in the middle of it? And this is what it sounded like. Um, Matthew is in Baltimore, Maryland. That's Annapolis, Maryland, is the capital there. And Tim, oh, I, what did I just do? What? Did I just die? I can't hear anything. John Mendez. <laughs> We're still on the air. I'm still talking, but <laughs> well, let me explain something though. So, what happened? What happened? What was, happened was I was losing my mind. I. Normally, the way the way radio works, like the way that I have to kind of manage things while we're on the air is as we're talking, we have these like instrumental beds that play so that it's mm-hmm. not just like dead silence under us. Um, and then as we're getting ready to kind of wrap up, I hit the next song that's about to play to kind of move people along. For whatever reason, at the same exact moment that I hit the song, my headphones it was, stopped we, working. I didn't know what was happening. And I was like, so I thought I hit. I thought something happened with, like, the control board. But the song was on, and I heard it, and, and I'm I, like, this is weird. And I couldn't hear anything. I couldn't hear myself. I couldn't hear Carla Marie. I couldn't hear the song. I was losing my mind. And I'm just looking around trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah, it was cool. Um, looks like everything worked out, though. We still got a morning show. No one's fired us since then. No, it was great. Hopefully out of all the mistakes we've made, do you think we'd be fired so, at, at this point? Nah, there are people that make way worse. Um, <laughs> there was something that, oh. Uh, do we do need to get to some emails? Um, but before I forget, I want to mention uh, something that we need. We often need help for things, and this is something that we we need help for once again. I don't know where you're going. We with were nominated for oh. uh, King Five Seattle local NBC radio uh, TV station here. There, it's called Best of Western Washington, and we are up for radio personality. We need to win this. Last year, our biggest competitor won it, and they're not even nominated this year. So not even a good show. They might end up getting thrown in there in the mix when someone realizes they haven't been nominated, but we'll see. In the meantime, the link is on CM and Anthony on Facebook. Uh, should be on my Facebook also by now, and we'll get it on Anthony's. When you click the link and you vote, it's going to ask you for um, a zip code. Yeah. Only Western Washington zip codes count. Yeah, so make sure you're either in Western Washington or you know people with zip codes in Western Washington. That's all we have to say. Um. What's your zip code? I can't. Maybe if you did like a nine eight one zero seven. Yeah, that's fine. Or a nine eight one one nine. That's that, all they need. That would work. Um, Appreciate it. I kind of like v being on, on this side of of the board of the radio world. It is. Uh oh. What? Oh. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> so my toilet clogged last night. Okay. Of which we talked about this on the morning show today, and 
the our maintenance guy, like so Anthony and I live in the same apartment building. Yeah. Our maintenance guy, Kanik, is awesome. He has become a friend at this point. Came to Anthony's birthday party and I texted him, I was like, sorry, you have to fix my toilet. And he's like, Oh, I'm going up there in a little bit. I was like, Well, for all I know, it could have literally overflowed and be flooding my apartment oh, right no. now. And he's like, Oh, please don't say that. I'm going now. I was like, All right, don't be mean to my cats. He sends me a text and says, this one literally sat at my feet the entire time. Oh, that's cute. And it's a picture of Max (laughs) sitting at his feet and also a video of them playing with a garbage bag. This is me. me. Look at them. It's cute. So So your apartment's fine? It's not over flooded? I don't think so. But they don't care that there's a random man in my apartment. They're not attack dogs. They're little kittens. What do you expect them to do? If they really tried something, he could punt them across the room. I wish that, like, people would go to my apartment and check on them and send me pictures all the time. So you stopped our entire show because someone sent you a picture of your own kittens. Mm-hmm. And if, you, uh, if you're if you following along on Carla Marie's uh, Instagram stories and stuff, Max is the orange cat. Mm-hmm. That's the one that I like. You love her. Caroline is the white cat. I'm not the biggest fan of Caroline. You know what? You're a bad uncle. Why? Because, Max, just because you have a favorite doesn't mean you get to be mean to the other one. I'm not mean to the other one. And if you loved her enough, she would love you back. You should know that. (laughs) Because you're a bad person. You don't have good feelings. You don't do feelings. And you're showing Max feelings and not Caroline. Maybe she's like you and she just needs a little extra love. Who, Caroline? Yeah, because Max showed you attention, so you love Max. Exactly. You're an attention whore. When I would go visit or if I had to, like, watch your cats while you were gone or check on them if you were gone for a long time for that day. Um, Max always comes up to me and like jumps in my lap and likes to hang out. And Caroline is probably like Anthony and is being a loner. And maybe yeah. if with just a little attention, she could use. She would be lovable. Nah, she's she's prissy. I don't like her. How dare you? She's very high maintenance. She's not high maintenance. Um, my girl. So you could and you have your own. Uh, CM for them, kittens. Right? CM kittens. Check them out. They're good. Listen, even if you don't like cats, you'll look at them and be like, "Oh, that's cute." They are. They're pretty cute. Um, you lucked out. You uh, you adopted some good-looking cats. And I'm making sure <laughs> that I don't um, overfeed them because that's apparently something people do a lot with cats. There's actually, like, a certain amount of food they should be eating every day. Well, I, I see a lot of fat cats out there. Well, that's the problem. People just leave the food out. So I make sure that their food, I literally meal prep for them and for me. Well, also, you have to imagine they're not like dogs. They don't, like, run around and do a lot of the things that dogs do. They're active to an extent, uh, but they also- They're maniacs. But they also just sit in an apartment all day. They sleep for 20 hours, but then they're literally chasing each other like psychopaths. I think that helps that they have someone to play yeah, with. Yeah, that's true. So I'm going to have fit kitties. Fit kits? Ooh, I can make that like um, a, a business. Fit kitties. And I'm going to have someone go in and work out with your kittens. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. Um, I saw this tweet earlier this morning. Mm-hmm. And I- I guess when you take things for granted, they go away. December 15th is is going to be the last day that you could use AIM. AOL oh, Instant did Messenger. I tag you in it? You did? On Instagram. Oh, I saw I saw someone else re- or retweet it or something. I was from, literally. And I thought it was a joke at first. Me too. But then I went to the actual AIM mm-hmm. account, at AIM, and it's real. They are shutting down AIM on December 15th, 2017. The weirdest thing about that is literally this morning, and we'll get into more about this later, I was going to tell you and our new producer, hey, we should get on AIM during the show because he's in a different room. That's true. So that we can message if we're on the air. And now AIM's going away? Yeah. And cool. this, and I'm, I tagged you and Sam from Elvis's show in it because Sam and you and I, that's how we communicated at Elvis's oh, yeah. show because we all sat so far apart in different rooms, and that's what we did. Yeah, the three of us were like the three different stops you would make 
Yeah. In Elvis' studio. You were studio. in the back, far away, then Sam's studio on your way, and then yeah. me at the front. Sam's also visiting this weekend. I if know. You, uh, if you know Sam from Elvis Duran in the morning show. She gets here Saturday morning at 11 a.m. So that should be an interesting weekend. Always. She's staying with you, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. We're going to snuggle with all the kittens. You sounded like Bill Cosby there. Ew, don't say that. <laughs> Not like old school Bill Cosby, like before the yeah. bad stuff. Or during. Or during, I guess. Um, we do have some emails to get to. All right, go go for it. Susan emailed us. Radio school is the subject line. Oh, cool. I'm this is my keep... favorite thing. This is tough. This is actually a very confusing question to answer, and I don't even know if there's a— Do I need a pen and paper to, like, map this out? No. Uh, okay. Yeah, maybe. All right. She says, hey, I love the replay options and on-demands because who has time to listen live anymore? Well, hopefully you can listen live to our morning show. Yeah. <laughs> she says, what's the deal with song copyrights? Uh... Like, Elvis is on-demand. I get to listen when they have flush the format songs, which is when Elvis plays random songs on the radio. But the live performances from artists and guests are cut out. Okay. But the live performances are on the replay channel. So she's saying no, that's not on on demand. Okay. So you have to understand it because. Okay. There are there are let's say, let's take Elvis's show for is mm-hmm. a good example. There are three different ways, four different ways you can listen to Elvis's show. The first is on your regular radio, right? Mm-hmm. Just listen to it live. The second is you use the iHeartRadio app to listen to one of Elvis's stations or you're listening to it live on Hits Radio or whatever it is mm-hmm. on iHeartRadio. So those two are both live. They will be exactly what you hear normally on the radio, and then they go away. Then you have the on-demand channel. Now, the on-demand channel, you can listen to any of his shows whenever you want. That's the key there. You can listen to any of those shows whenever you want. And then the last way, which I think is probably the least likely way people listen, is the replay channel. Yeah, only because that's like you hit play and you're just catching it from where exactly wherever in the world it's playing right now. And and then at, after 24 repeat. hours, it's kind of like Snapchat. That show is gone. It's replaced by the current shows, the current day's show. Yeah, so you can't rewind on that. You can't change anything. You're just listening. It's like walking into a Macy's, yeah. hearing something playing, and walking out. So as we, as we try to explain this, three of those options are not fully on demand. You have to catch them at the right, right time for to listen to a certain piece of content. So let's the answer four- for, oh, there's more to our question. So let's okay. an- answer. For the live performances. So, yeah. So the reason they are taken out of the on-demand channel specifically is because with music rights and stuff, normally, if it's on the radio, we generally don't have to worry about anything. If we're playing mm-hmm. it in radio content, we don't have to worry about anything. Once we take that from live radio and put it into an on-demand format where you can listen at any time, that becomes competition to the way the mu- the musician makes their money. Exactly. So, Which is, they're justified in their thinking. If Niall Horan came on Elvis' show yeah. and performed Slow Hands yes. live, you could then go back, if it was on on-demand, and listen to Niall sing Slow Hands over and over and over mm-hmm. again. Niall, his label, whoever wrote the song, Ed Sheeran, anyone. They would make no money off They of make it. no, exactly, zero dollars. So by putting it on the replay channel, like Susan was saying, but I hear it on the replay channel, legally that's okay because you can't rewind it, you can't keep listening, and that's what happened in show. You either heard it or you didn't. Okay. So that explains okay, that. Okay, that's, yeah, that's the live performances. These what are else? her questions now. Then on the Bobby Bones channel, Bobby Bones is our country version of Elvis Durant, mm-hmm. syndicated morning show. Bobby Bones on demand. He gets to play little clips, some full-length songs, his own Raging Idiot songs, that's his band, but cuts all live performances. 
Okay. But that doesn't happen on his Bobby cast. He plays music endlessly when he's interviewing his guests. I'm so confused with this editing. School me, Anthony and Carla Murray. Okay, so now with, with his show, and I don't know the, the inner workings of Bobby Bones' mm-hmm. show, but here's what I assume. A, if it's his own music, he owns it. He can do whatever the hell he exactly. wants with it. So he doesn't care. So that's that explains Raging Idiots. He can yeah. play that whenever he wants. And he would obviously... If it's your own music, you're going to give the permission, yeah. and you want it to play over and over again. You want your fans and your listeners to hear it. Um, if it's a clip of a song that, like, he's talking about in a story, like, oh, these are the top seven songs of at weddings this year, or something like that. Um, those normally, if you're talking about it as a news topic or you're talking over the song, like mm-hmm. you're not hearing the song in its entirety, then it kind of gets discounted from right. The whole royalty is yeah. You're equation. Su- you're supposed to talk. I don't know actually what the rule is, but you're supposed to talk over it. Yeah. Every once in a while. As for the full length songs that are in his, I don't think he. I haven't really caught. Yeah. <sighs> you know what I did the other day? Okay. I heard one. He was playing um Marin Morris song. Uh, it was, it was something in reference to the Vegas shooting, and it wasn't something okay. she did after. It was an old song. So I don't have an answer there. And and. This doesn't. This isn't an actual answer, but I know that Bobby does have personal relationship yeah. with a lot of these artists. So in the sense, maybe there's some unwritten thing with them where they're like, whatever, play it. As for his Bobby cast, so that's where he sits down and interviews a lot of the writers of the songs. Mm-hmm. I think right there, if you're sitting with the writer, well, if it's the person that owns the rights to the songs, they can do whatever okay. they want with it. So I think that's where he can get away with some of that, and they probably have permission for it. Um, Bobby is a smart enough guy where I don't think he's going to get himself into trouble right. with that kind of stuff, especially because he's kind of like he's based in the hub of that industry in he Nashville even, for exactly. the country platform. In the on-demand version, when he has a live performance, it's cut out. It's like, all right, here's yeah. Tom Rett. He's going to perform live. And then it cuts to an alert from Bobby. I'm like, hey, guys, due to legal rights, we had to cut this out. We didn't want it to, but you can go watch it on our website, Okay, which is legal. Explain that to me. I don't know. It's a weird world. It is. And we're all trying to navigate it together. So, yeah. Susan, hope that made sense. That was a lot of information. Thank you. Whew. Okay. So, we got an email from Jordan. Jordan had originally emailed us saying, don't judge me, but I'm listening to My Day Friday backwards. Okay. She listens to us from Tacoma, her commute in the morning, what Tacoma up? to Seattle. So, we're like, oh, that's cool. Like, we've got a listener in Seattle. Listen, we love all of our listeners, but the fact that... This city has a. Is we ex- like the new listeners more. No. <laughs> the fact that this city is accepting us enough to want more of us is super cool. So we emailed Jordan back and she responded and said, Carla Marie and Anthony, I'm a little starstruck, not going to lie. I felt super cool while you read my email on the podcast. So thanks for making my day. I do listen to your morning show and love it. Every morning, my sister and I talk on the phone during commercials of your morning show, then listen when you guys come back on oh, the air. Sweet. Our favorite is Dirty Little Secret. I mean, can you blame us? And, uh, I said, are you a girl? Because I wasn't sure. Uh, Jordan could be a guy's name. Yeah, she's a girl. She said, I know the Jordan unis- Petra. I went to high school with him. He's a guy. The unisex name can be misleading. <laughs> I followed the iHeartRadio account on Snapchat while you guys were in Vegas and love the endless weekend entertainment. Carla Marie, your outfit with the flowers on the bodysuit, I am literally so obsessed and was super jelly over how good your boobs looked on that top. Which, I didn't get to email her back yet. It was from Forever 21, and my boobs are fake. That's why they stayed like that. Question for the day <laughs> for this podcast. With everything going on in the NFL... What are your thoughts and opinions on them taking a knee? My mom and I have had some interesting conversations around this topic, so I'm curious on your thoughts. Can't can't wait to hear back from the two of you. Deuces, Jordan. She must have heard the podcast where you had to explain to me what deuces was. Um, Deuces is peace, by the way, because you're throwing up two fingers. Thank you. Um, 
do we have to have another serious conversation in this I podcast? Think, I think keeping it lighthearted, even though it's a very serious topic. Um, on, I'm I'm so over the NFL kneeling conversation because it's not the conversation that was supposed to happen. Correct. And I think that's what's frustrating is at no point ever did any NFL player or coach or whatever come out and say, we are kneeling during the anthem because we are against the military and what this flag stands for. That's not what it was about. It was, I'm kneeling because this I'm country is hurt. I'm yeah. to something. And that attention was supposed to be towards the way that black Americans were treated by— Yeah, and minorities in general. Exactly, by the authorities, by police officers. And they were taking a knee, and in my mind it was they're taking a knee because— this country is broken. Yeah. Something is broken. Well, another when you grow up, and I played football in high school, and I think every level of football, whether you played or you watched, you've seen this happen. Is a player gets hurt, very hurt on the field, and what does everyone do on the field? You take a knee. You take a knee. Mm-hmm. It's a it's actually a sign of respect in that regard. Um, I think the knee is more acceptable than just sitting. Yeah, agreed. But I'm not going to have the should I sit? Should I yeah. should I sit there with my finger At up the my end nose? Of the day, like, it, if you want to stand for the flag, stand. Yeah. No one's telling you not to. No one's saying because I choose to no, – none of the players are saying that because I choose to kneel, I think everyone in the country should kneel. They're saying I choose to kneel only because I want you to pay attention to what I'm about to say next. And I think that's And that's what's what got key. lost. And I think that those players do need to come out and kind of – each of them need to individually explain why they personally are kneeling. Yeah. I I am fully support them kneeling. If that's what, like, yeah. why I've had, as Jordan says, I've had some very interesting conversations also with my mom yeah. and my family about this topic. Um, one of my friends, same thing. Just yesterday, yeah. she's like, help. I don't understand why my mom's not seeing my point of view. And that's the thing. It's, you t- also, it's generational. Our parents grew up in a different time. Yeah. Our parents grew up when the flag equals military. But we also, I think because this, I didn't want to get into a, a super political conversation, um, I think for 99% of this country, you look at the flag and you feel pride. Mm-hmm. And when you feel that someone is, for whatever reason, disrespecting that, you automatically get offended or you get on the offensive and you start attacking. Just because I'm I'm saying that I will defend someone's right to kneel if they would like to doesn't mean that I don't have immense pride for the country that we live in. I always go back to we talked about this before uh, the election when people are like, oh, they don't even like any of the candidates that we have to choose for, blah, blah, blah. And maybe my perspective is a little different because I know where my parents came from. Mm-hmm. And my parents both came from places where they came to America because they were going to die in their countries. They were actually like my grandfather was put up against a firing squad when he was living in Jordan because there were literally armies that were able to come in and sit in his home without him having any say about it. Um, My dad came from Lebanon where they were going through an actual civil war where people would be shot down in the middle of the street in the 70s. So I am immensely proud to live in this country, and I'm proud that people can take a stand and speak out against their government for or against whatever politician they want to stand for and not have to worry about being that. mowed down by a firing squad mm-hmm. for political reasons. So to say that to say that you have to stand up for the flag or get out is a weird statement 
based on what our country actually stands for. Exactly. And the people are saying the flag represents our military. They aren't wrong. It does. But it's it one of the things it represents. It represents a hell of a lot more. Yeah. And in some situations, what it represents isn't true right now. And that's why I think they are kneeling. Do you agree with me? Maybe not. And that's fine. That is the point of being a human with a brain. You can have different opinions. It's about not putting people down. You can always email us if you want to share your opinion. Mm -hmm. MyDayFridayShow at gmail.com. We'll gladly read those next week. Oh, boy. I don't want it to be a super political debate because that's not what this is about. But but Jordan asked just— It was asked. And I think it it does come to—I think a lot of people, younger people— are going head-to-head with their parents in a situation like this yeah. right now because of the general – there is a gap there, and it's just – Also, for the like, record, I hate the NFL in general. Me too. So me I'm not too. defending the NFL. I think the NFL is a messed-up organization. I think they've got messed-up priorities, and they only do things when they think their wallets are mm-hmm. at, being attacked. Um, and I've said that before. I don't really – like, I watch NFL games, but I – I'm not a big NFL fan in general. Mm-hmm. So if you don't want to watch the NFL, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> like, whatever. boycott all you want. That's fine. But as humans, yeah, yeah I get it. Um, and lastly, this is kind of going to lead into Another an, email? an announcement. Yeah, okay. last email. Uh, from Henry Davidson, Anthony and Carla Murray. You know what? Like, I thought we decided my name was first. On the podcast, my name is first. Whatever. Look at our logo. He said, sorry to say that I'm a horrible procrastinator, and when I went to order a shirt Ooh. for myself from Lumber Union, they were out of stock for men's extra large tees. Will you be doing this again? Thanks slash best from a fellow big dumb idiot, your friend, Henry. Okay. We'll possibly be doing this again. We're working on it, and ha- we're going to see if we can fill it, like get some extra shirts to fill in some of those final orders that people mm-hmm. tried to make. Um, but so we we teamed up with Lumber Union, a local brand here in Seattle, who um, sells clothing. And every time they sell clothing, they plant two trees. Our promotion with them was for a specific shirt and tank, and we sold four trees. Planted go- four trees. Sorry, plant four trees. Every time uh, we sold a shirt, it was four. So our goal was to plant one thousand trees. We found out this week, thanks to our Power ninety three three listeners and a bunch of our podcast listeners from all over the country. We planted 1,016 trees. So we just trees. got well, over it. Yeah. And about to plant. I had to, I did, and we will probably post these. I had a bunch of screenshots of people reaching out on Snapchat, on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. Like, hey, I just bought my shirt, blah, blah, blah. Love this, love this whole idea. Um, obviously, the the events of this past week wasn't really the right time to post something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will. And I, it's so cool because Carla Marie and I did not know <laughs> if we would actually reach. We did not think it was going to happen. That goal. Um but we did, and why well, we all did. Like yeah. everyone listening, everyone buying. Um, because I'll tell you what, I did not buy 250 shirts myself. No. I bought two. Yeah. But one for myself and one for my brother. Um, but it was it's such a cool thing to know that everyone listening, or at least 200 something people listening, really contributed cool. to making a better planet, and that's cool. It is. It is really cool, and we. I don't think we can explain enough how much we really appreciate yeah. not only did you go out of your way to go to this website but you literally put your money towards yeah. it the money that you've earned towards something we support so that's really cool i also i got a little aggressive over the weekend so it was, it was the last day to to buy the shirts i was like i'm just gonna let him do this and i posted on my instagram story and it was like this is the shirt carly and i talked about swipe up to buy one and i only gave it like an hour and i went back to check and it said like 1,000, however many people saw this post, mm-hmm. only like seven of them clicked the link. And I was like, you know what's messed up? If I was to post like, hey, who loves the environment? 
everyone yeah. would have been like, oh, my God, love the environment. We've got to protect it. So then I did another post like, these are the amount of people that don't care about anything and just yeah. talk. It was an aggressive post. Because maybe people don't want to spend money. Of course. Um, but it worked. Okay. <laughs> it got people buying them. Okay. It did work. Um, and the last thing I think we're going to mention before we leave Wait, is... I got one. I got a couple more things. Okay, actually. go ahead. Um, so I was messaging... And this is what I like about our podcast is radio... This is what I like about radio in general is we get to actually interact with people who are listening. Mm-hmm. Um, unlike TV where you're watching and you're just watching people kind of yell amongst themselves. Yeah. With radio, you can jump into the conversation immediately. Um, and we try to do that with the podcast. It's a little more difficult. We have to use social media. It's not as immediate. Um, but Tiffany was listening or was messaging me on Instagram this uh, morning. And she listens to the podcast in Arizona. Cool. Right? Did I write that down right? Yeah. And uh, she had a couple questions. First was she was asking because I was snapping you um, doing your new little dance that you made, Carla mm-hmm. Marie. On your Instagram story. And the song in the background was uh, – Macklemore. Macklemore. What was the song? Corner Store. Yeah. And she was asking what the song was. And I told her, she says, oh, do you guys do like Spotify playlists? Ugh. And I was like, I was like, I don't, I actually genuinely don't use Spotify anymore. I just use our iHeartRadio Because they're app. the bad guys. No, they're not the bad guys. They've been around for a long time. Bad guys. <laughs> Can we get a clip of me just yelling bad guys? Sure. Thanks. Um, And then she was like, oh yeah, I, I pay for Spotify and I use it for playlists and stuff. And I was like, well, we actually have that now on the iHeartRadio app. Mm-hmm. And she's like, that's how I find new music. I said, you could also do that. And I was like, kind of just selling the iHeartRadio app. We do it all the time. And she said it. She's like, you're a great salesman. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, it's my job. This is like, the way you listen to us is the same way the future of our company is going to go. Exactly. So and We get no money off. I wish we got money off people downloading the app because of us. We'd be- Zero woo. cents. No, zero, Not even dollars. Zero cents is how much money we make. Yeah. Um, But now, like, for people that- I used to use Spotify all the time until iHeartRadio got all access, which allowed you to do like on-demand listening and stuff like that. I think if you sign up for as a new person, your first three months are only 99 cents each. So if you want to try it out, it's a cool way. So what it does is it gives you all the things that Spotify normally has or that Pandora used to have. But you also get your live radio station. And I know Brian, who listens to our morning show in Post Falls, Idaho, and now our podcast, was having issues. Like, he couldn't play certain podcasts within the app. So he reached out to us. So if there's ever any issue, and we got him in touch with a help team. If there's ever any issues, we need to know about them. So tell us. We'll be your iHeartRadio, like, uh, IT team. Um, We're like the geniuses. Except we don't actually do anything. We just ask the smart people. We're the iHeartRadio. Yeah, at the Apple Store, we're the people that check you in. (laughs) Um, Also, she said, uh, Tiffany said she's going to be sending us some snail mail, Carla Marie. So maybe it's something to put on our wall in the cool, office. Cool, cool. Um, and she said she can't wait for Monday Friday because she needs it to pump her up for the weekend. Oh well. This well, was a weird Monday Friday though. Sorry. I think we still did a good job. Yeah. What else you got on your list? That that's all I had. You Aim, said a let's few see. More. Aim December fifteenth. Tiffany listens and Method Man sex symbol. Those are my notes. See. Okay. That's all I got. Well, it's an index so card with notes. we have to announce that we finally got a new producer to our oh, morning yeah, show. Yeah. yeah. We're What's not his name again? Hoodie. <laughs> We're not bringing him in here, though. Not yet. Um, but we do need to give him a nice little welcome. So his Twitter is Andrew Hoodie. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, no, here's hold what. On. H-O-O-D-Y. I want people to tweet him something funny and him be very confused why people are tweeting Yeah, but him. should we, like, be throwing him followers already, even That's though fine. he's only been here for a week? I know, but he's living here by himself, and I feel bad. He needs to That's get That's true. He is kind of lonely. So hit him up on, was it Twitter? And Instagram, yeah. So feel free to follow him wherever. But, like, what can we make people say? Well, how's your butt? Just tweet him and say, how's your tweet butt? Tweet him and say, how's your butt? And then when he responds, then you, don't tell him right away why you're doing that. But tweet him and be like, how's your butt? And I'm going to follow along and laugh my ass off all weekend. Um, what was it again? 
Andrew Hoodie, H-O-O-D-Y. He's had a pretty good week. I mean, think about it. He literally just got thrown into the mix. He barely messed up. Yeah. He may have messed up the same amount of times we messed up this I week. I definitely messed up more. So, I think he's doing pretty good. How long have we been doing this stupid podcast for? Oh, don't look. Did you look? I did. I couldn't see it. But you looked earlier. No, I swear I didn't. You're usually good at guessing the time. Oh, sit back, buddy. <laughs> sit back. It's peaking. If I was to guess... Mm-hmm. You right... just looked at the clock! Yeah, I didn't look at the clock when I walked in. <laughs> Such a freaking cheater. 37 minutes. 43. Okay. All right, you didn't guess right. Um, Here's the thing, though. I've been in charge this whole time. So, I'm going to play us out. What are you playing? I can't hear it because I don't have headphones oh, on. <laughs> it sounds awesome. I'm going to just start clicking everything. I can't even hear it. It's the bed to Bruno Mars Chunky. Oh, okay. Well, can we, can you just, um, can you end it now? Yeah, hold on. I want to end it with, like, something cool. So, we're just going to sit here. This is why Carla Marie does not run the show normally. Wait, where's all the things that are cool? I just saw them before. Oh. No. <laughs> what are you doing? There was something I wanted to play, and now it's gone. Where did you put it? I've been sitting here the whole time. All right. Well, maybe next week. Great, great story. Way to end the podcast, Carly Marie. There was something. Um, thank you for hanging out with us. As always, you can hit us up. I'm at Worst Anthony on everything. I'm at the Carla Marie. And you can email us, mydayfridayshow at gmail.com. You spent 30-something minutes with No, 40-something minutes with us, right? Yeah. But don't follow Anthony. Else. Follow at the Carla Marie. Bye. You can't say anything. I turned your mic off. Woo, this is the best podcast ever. Anthony. Oh, how does it feel, buddy? Suck it. Staying at a hotel is not the same thing as staying at the Fisher House. The Fisher House, I know, is a huge part of land recovery. For somebody like my husband, for them to know that their family members are being taken care of, that's a huge burden off of them. So they can concentrate on their therapies. Just having that assurance that no matter what, as long as we were there for Anson, that someone would be there to take care of us. It took so much weight off our shoulders. How can you help? Go to fisherhouse.org.